Alright, okay, okay, what is up everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here, gonna spit some facts. Like always, of course, that's what I do. Alright, so I did say I was gonna do my, the, uh, the horror show Extreme Rules predictions today. So let's get right into it, let's not waste any time. So the horror show Extreme Rules actually starts in about 3 hours, it's 4.23 right now, so we're getting pretty close. Show starts at 7, I'll be right in front of my TV watching it. I believe it'll be a good show. You know, it's a good card, not gonna lie. I like the match. I like the matches on the card, to be honest. I think it's gonna be a decent show. It seriously can be. It has a lot of potential. I think it's gonna be a decent show, but it has potential to be a really good show when we're thinking about it. So let's jump right into my predictions right here. First match to start with is Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship. And first of all, I gotta say, I like the new design of the United States Championship. I don't know, I don't believe it's I don't not Hula, excuse me. I'm not sure if it's the permanent design for the new United States Championship. Like, if they're actually going to give it to Apollo, if he's going to keep the old design, whatever it is they're going to do. But whatever. I feel like uh, this match, it's going to be, mm, in my opinion, we've seen these two in the ring against each other. It's, ah. I mean, I'm predicting Apollo is going to retain. But I don't know about the match, to be honest. I mean, MVP, it does feel like it's his last run of wrestling. It's just, he doesn't look that good in the ring. To be honest, he's like very slow now. I mean, I understand he's older, but he's just—he's in shape. He's just—I don't know—he's just a lot slower in the ring. I guess he's just not—you know—used to being like it, like this kind of like fast pace with WWE. Because he was in the Indies for a lot of years after he, after he got released in 2010. He was in Impact for a while too. He's been mostly on like the indie scene, you know. Yeah, I get it. But I mean. Eh. I'd rather see Lashley versus MVP, uh, not MVP, Jesus, maybe in the future. And I'd rather see Lashley versus Apollo, in my opinion. I think it makes a lot more sense, to be honest. MVP should just stay as a manager. Because even when, like, he returned to WWE, like, in his first match after the Rumble, when he faced Mysterio, it was, eh, to be honest. Like, maybe if this was 2010, it would be good, but it's just, it's 2020, it's a whole lot different now, but... I'd rather see Lashley and Apollo go out of the United States Championship. Maybe they will after, after this pay-per-view, but I'm predicting Apollo's going to win. I mean, the match-wise, I guess it'll be okay. Maybe MVP will definitely show out. You know, maybe he'll make me eat my words, and he'll have an amazing match. Who knows? But, oh, who know? I mean, who, who knows? We might see Cedric Alexander or or uh, Ricochet interfere. So that could happen, but I don't think they're going to get the title off Apollo just yet, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. I don't think he's going to lose it just like that after winning it two months ago. Like, you know, yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I think he's going to retain. Maybe after the match, we'll see something happen. You know, because you want Apollo. He's been an underdog in WWE since ever he's, you know, shown up to WWE. When he's been on the main roster since 2016, he's been a huge underdog. You know, it's actually better if he retains the title tonight and then say if Cedric or... Ricochet attack him after the match and they join Lashley and MVP or both it gives him another huge chance to be an underdog right there just how I feel alright so now yeah I predict Apollo will win the match though he'll retain the United States Championship so now we get to the Smackdown Tag Team Championships we got the New Day versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura in a tables match for the Smackdown Tag Team Championships and I gotta say I really like this feud to be honest, you know, anytime you get Cesaro in the New Day, it's always money, especially when Cesaro was with Sheamus in the bar. Always money. You know, and Nakamura now being involved, it's pretty cool. 
I'm actually going to go on a limb here. I'm going to predict that Cesaro and Nakamura are going to win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And here's the thing. I'm going on based on Nakamura's track record so far Extreme Rules. This is third time wrestling Extreme Rules. Third time in a row, actually. And every Extreme Rules he's been in a, that he's been in, he's been in a championship match. He won the United States Championship from Jeff Hardy in 2018. And he won the Intercontinental Championship last year from Finn Balor. So now he's in the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. I think it's definitely in his favor. It's definitely in their favor. So I'm predicting Cesaro and Nakamura are going to are gonna win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships from the New Day. They were kind of teasing like Xavier Woods is going to return. So it's like I hope they really didn't give that away. I feel like him returning should be a surprise in my opinion. I mean, who knows? Maybe it leads to a heel turn. Because they really haven't talked about Xavier Woods on TV the New Day. They haven't really spoken about him that much. So maybe he could come back and turn heel. And he could say, oh, you guys forgot about me. I thought we were family and stuff like that. Maybe they could do that. That would be a really good storyline, in my opinion. But I I don't think he's going to return tonight. I do believe Nakamura and Cesaro are going to win the Tag Team Championships. That's my prediction right there. So we'll see a title change tonight. Might be the only title change we'll see, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. But I believe this match is going to be a great match. We know, like I say, anytime he gets Cesaro on the New Day and now you add Nakamura, it makes the match even more money. I'm definitely hyped up to see it. It might be the first match of the night, so it'll be a good way to start the show. But I do predict that Cesaro Nakamura will win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And let's just see what happens. That's just how, that's just how I feel right there. It's my gut feeling. All right, so now we'll get to the SmackDown Women's Championship. We'll get, get to that right now. We have Bailey defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. I really want to say Nikki's going to win, but I, I don't believe they're going to give her the championship. They've been hyping her up. You know, a lot recently with her being kind of like an underdog in a way. And her talking about her family and friends in Scotland. And, you know, oh, they're just watching me lose and everything. Like, it kind of almost seems like she will win. But I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think Sasha's going to interfere. I don't think Bailey or Sasha are going to interfere in each other's matches. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with Bailey. Sadly, I got to go with Bailey. I believe she's going to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I really want to see Nikki Cross win. Because I love Nikki Cross. She's one of my favorite women's wrestlers in the WWE. She deserves to win. And besides, she's a new talent as well. We've seen Bayley as Raw Women's Champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, you know, NXT Women's Champion, now Women's Tag Team Champion. You know, it's time to give someone else a chance right here. Let Nikki Cross be, like, let her be a star right here. This is a huge opportunity to do it. I don't believe Vince is going gonna, is gonna, to, you know... I don't believe he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to go. He's going to do that, to be honest. You know, even if Nikki wins, she'll probably win by, like, disqualification or count-out. But I believe Bailey's going to beat her. I don't, I don't think Vince is going to give Nikki that push. I think he actually really likes Bailey, And I think he's going to keep the title on her. And I, I hate... I really don't want her to keep the championship. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't want Bailey, you know, to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. They want to see Nikki win. And because you could say Nikki's kind of a goofy character, but at least she she's you know she can wrestle at least. That's what I I'm fine with. If you're a goofy character, but you can still wrestle, I got no problem with you. But if you're a goofy character and you can't wrestle, then you know then you suck. Like seriously. But you know Nikki's an amazing wrestler. 
and just like you know you, you like you feel her presence when there was fans there you like you felt her presence when you know she was out there you could easily feel that I mean I can't say WWE's not really haven't given her a push she, she has won the Smackdown I'm not sorry not Smackdown she's won the women's tag team championships twice with Alexa so I can't really say they've given they haven't given Nikki a push they have but now it's time for her let her be on her own Give her this opportunity, and then you could do down the line her and Alexa. You got SummerSlam coming up. You could do Alexa and Nikki at SummerSlam. People definitely, would, people definitely would be down to see that. To see Nikki and Alexa go out at SummerSlam for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and you could have Nikki win, proving that she's better than Alexa and she never needed her. I'm saying you would have Alexa turn heel, of course, because I feel like you know, Alexa's a way better heel than she is as a face. Like, oh my goodness. But that's what I believe should happen. That's just how I would do it. Nikki should win, but sadly, I am going with Bailey. <laughs> you know, there's, there's fucking stupid-ass people say, talking about, fucking, oh, Sasha and Bailey, I put the company on their backs, and oh, my goodness. I'm like, really? They put the companies on their backs by what, being boring? They are boring. They're so cringy as well. They're like the cringy PG fucking heels. They're not like TV-14 heels. You know what I mean? If this is like the Attitude Era, they were like TV-14 heels where they're going after fucking everybody and they're allowed to fucking swear and shit, then yeah. It's like... Bailey and like when they do the whole ding-dong or hello, it's so stupid. It's not even funny. It's, it's cringe. It's not funny. If they were funny heels, that'd be a different story. I have no problem with Bailey retaining that, to be honest. If they were funny heels, you know, if they were like that kind of funny... And of course, but they're just so stupid. Like, oh my goodness. I just can't wait till they fucking lose it all. Like, Jesus, it's annoying with them. Like, seriously, I feel like I'm losing brain cells every time they're on television. And I love Sasha, don't get me wrong, but just her family is just, it's dumb. If they were like, if they were good guys, maybe it'd be different. I'd probably feel a different way about them, I guess. Because, you know, I'd feel a different way, probably. Yeah, sure, I can admit that, but... They're just, they're just full of cringe, in my opinion. But, yeah. Sadly, I'm predicting Bailey's going to win. I feel like that she's going to. I hope there's an upset. I hope Nikki wins. I hope she wins the title. Not by, like, I hope she doesn't win by counter disqualification. I hope she wins the fucking championship. But we'll see what happens. You know, that would be... I think that would be the upset of the night, in my opinion. Okay, so we'll stick on women's right here. We got the Raw Women's Championship. We got Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Now, this match... I believe has potential to be the best match of the night, in my opinion. Because we've seen these two go at it. These two can really go when they're against each other. You know, and like I know I said, like, Sasha's a, you know, boring heel character. Like, I didn't mean, like, as a wrestler. I meant, like, just, like, her character. The way, like, you know, her and Bailey act is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying they suck in the ring. Sasha's obviously better than Bailey. like, to come on. (laughs) But, um, Yeah. Uh, I'm predicting Asuka's going to retain the Raw, the Raw Women's Championship. I think, like I said, this has definitely potential to be the best match of the night. Like I said, when these two go out in the ring, they definitely go. They, they go. Like, this has a lot of potential to be match of the night. Let's hope it lives up to his, uh, its expectations. You know, I believe it's going to all fall down for Bailey and Sasha. Like... How I would book it, I know I'm going to go back to how I would book it. Like I said, I would have Bailey lose to Nikki Cross tonight and give the SmackDown Women's Championship to Nikki and have Sasha lose to Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. And then, like, on Raw, NXT, or SmackDown, have them 
dropped the women's tag team championships, then it's all falling down for them. And then whoever plays the blame game on who, I feel like Sasha should stay a heel and Bailey turns face again. And then you see, like, Bailey's kind of apologetic to people and everything. She goes back to, like, her, her old ways. And then she beats Sasha at SummerSlam. That's how you could do it. That's just how I would do it. Do I think it's going to go that way? No, they might do it a different kind of way. But it's whatever. But I do believe Asuka's going to retain the Raw Women's Championship. I don't think they're going to do the whole power trip like they did with Stone Cold and Triple H where they had, like, almost every championship. They had, like, the Tag Team Championships and Stone Cold had the WWE Championship and Triple H had the Intercontinental Championship. I always forget that Triple H, you know, held on to the Intercontinental Championship. I always forget that. It's like I always do. But... And I'm going to call. This is going to be a match of the night. Asuka and Sasha. And, you know, I know... I had talked a lot of shit about Asuka when she was a heel with Kyrie Sane when they were the tag team champions. And I was saying she's the worst character in WWE right now. Because she dances around. They make her look like a joke. And to be honest, they kind of do make Asuka look like a joke in a way. With her dancing around and everything. I understand. But it is cringy as well. It's just that she's always screaming, yelling, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Like, she always have to do that. I understand it's a character. But it just gets stupid. And people are just like... I was mad when she won the Raw Women's Championship when it was in the Money in the Bank briefcase. I was pissed when that happened. I really wanted Chayna to win. Like, I was really mad. But it was better than, obviously, Nia Jax. Because she's the worst character in WWE. I took it back with Asuka. I have thought about Bailey and Sasha as well, but no. Nia Jax is easily the worst character in the WWE. Thank goodness she hasn't been on TV for a while. Thank goodness. Like, oh, my God. She is fucking terrible. The only reason why I think WWE won't fire is because she's The Rock's cousin. So that shows that she's entitled. You know, and I used to like Nia, but now she's just, she injures everybody. Look at what she did to Kyrie Sane. That's why Kyrie Sane's, you know, leaving. You know, she's probably running out of, like, her contract right here. And then she's going to go to Japan for one year and then retire. And it's probably because of Nia Jax. Look what she did to her. She injured her twice. Not once, but twice. She did with the buckle bomb, and I think she threw her into the stairs, and she cut her open. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Nia's so fucking dangerous in the ring. It's unbelievable. Anyway, God, her character sucks, too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But this match is going to be match of the night, Sasha and uh, and Asuka. This is going to be a really good match. Definitely match of the night. That's how I feel. And, I mean, down the line, what are they going to do with Asuka? Maybe they're going to do her and Kyrie Sane for SummerSlam. That's a big match for SummerSlam. I'd definitely be down for that. I would love to see Asuka and Kyrie Sane go 15 minutes in the ring at SummerSlam or 20 minutes in the ring at SummerSlam and just put on a classic match because I damn well know they can. Like, I would be really down to see that. I really hope that's what it leads to. Like, that would be great. Because just thinking about that match, it would be really good. I like Kyrie Sane too, you know. I really like her as well. But like, you know, I said. You know, this is going to be match of the night. It has, it has, like I said, it has potential, but I believe it's going to be. Alright, so now let's get to a match I think is going to kind of be really stupid. Or actually, no, let me take that back. I think this match is going to be pretty stupid in my opinion. And I'm not really... I don't know. I mean, I love Rey Mysterio and I love Seth Rollins, but I think this is a stupid kind of match that they're doing. An eye for an eye, where you actually have to take your opponent's eyes out of their socket. I'm like, um, okay. 
I'm predicting Ray's gonna win. That's my prediction. I'm, predict I'm predicting Ray's gonna beat Seth. So he's gonna take he's gonna take out his quote unquote eye out of his socket, whichever one I guess. But they already said they're gonna use CGI effects, so it's like okay, like like okay, whatever. It's just I think it's dumb that they're doing that. I mean, this feud has been great. Like Mysterio and Rollins has been like the best feud, one of the best feuds in WWE right now. Like really has. I've really enjoyed their feud. Especially them bringing Dominic, you know, Ray's son, and you know, to the feud. It's, it's been really enjoyable. But it's a stupid idea. I, mean, I know you could say, oh, but AEW did an eye for an eye match. But yeah, but it wasn't where you take somebody's eye out. It was just, that was it. It's basically like an eye for an eye. Like, you know, whoever wins or loses, basically. Like, because Moxley won. So it's like, okay, yeah, eye for an eye. He beat Santana. That's what it basically was. Like, even, basically. That's what it was. It's a stupid idea for the match to do that, to be honest. Because everybody knows, I mean, obviously everybody knows nobody's getting their eye taken out. It's just, it's, it's so stupid, in my opinion. And this match, you know, you could have just done, like, any other kind of match. Any other kind of match with an Extreme Rules stipulation or whatever. Not Extreme Rules stipulation. Like, whatever stipulation that, you know, could be, could be anything else. Like, I don't know. You could do, like... You could do a last man standing match. You could do a false count anywhere match. You could do uh, maybe a cage match. I, I don't know. Just like this idea is like it's it's really stupid. And it's been such a great feud. I've really enjoyed it. I've seriously enjoyed this feud. Like I said, I do believe Ray is going to win. I mean, it would be really something if his son Dominic turns on him tonight. But I don't think they're ready to do that just yet. I've been kind of waiting for it. People have kind of been thinking like, oh, is Dominic going to turn heel? on his father like that would be something like I've been thinking down the line they should do Dominic and Ray at Wrestlemania you know where Dominic could retire his father like imagine that just imagine that build up right there father and son at Wrestlemania you just think of that that could be your main event right there without even a championship that's main event worthy that's all I'm saying maybe down the line like Dominic becomes a wrestler and then him and Ray, they meet up in the Royal Rumble and Dominic eliminates him or Ray eliminates him. You could do whatever. And you could really build it up from there. But you know, back to the match. I'm predicting I'm predicting Ray's gonna win. I think this match is gonna be stupid, to be honest. I feel like they ruined it with the dumb stipulation. I mean we'll see we'll probably see some extreme spots in this match. I would hope. I would definitely hope to see that. But uh, it's just it's gonna be cringy to kinda watch in my opinion. I'll definitely talk about it in my review. Who knows? It Like I said, it, like, it could fucking surprise me and be a really good match. But I, I don't think so, in my opinion. I think it's just going to be a dumb match. It's like, do they really have to do that? It's just, I, I don't know. But I predict the Ray's going to win. Now we'll get to the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. Okay, like one. And we don't even know what this match is going to be. Dolph Ziggler hasn't picked the stipulation yet. It's like, what, is he going to pick it right before the match or something? I feel like that's kind of dumb they haven't done that yet because now you're like leaving us like in suspense. It's like, oh, that's what we want you to do. We want to do. We want to leave you guys in suspense and be like, oh, what's it going to be? I mean, I know they said Robert Roode got traded with Dolph Ziggler to uh, Raw. I really hope they don't make a stipulation where it's like Robert Roode's going to be the special guest referee because that is just dumb. That's not a fucking stipulation. That is just stupid. That is just stupid. This match deserves to have a really good stipulation. Maybe a three stages of hell match. Maybe that, that could they could have done that for Ray and Seth as well. They could do that. 
You could just do a fucking ladder match. Fuck it. Why not do a ladder match between McIntyre and Ziggler? You could say, oh, but it's not TLC season. Who gives a shit? Fuck it. Do a ladders match. <laughs> there you go. I just made I just made a really good match right there. Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match. But they're not going to do that. I'd be very surprised if they do that. But I feel like the stipulation is going to be, oh, Robert Roode's a special guest referee. I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? So, I mean, it's just, it's so stupid that they're doing that. If, if they're going to do that. I shouldn't say, I already made it sound like they're doing it. But they probably will. I mean, I mean come on. That's kind of predictable when you think of it. Uh, just do a ladder match, in my opinion. Just do that. I think a lot of people be, will be into seeing that. Like, oh, okay, a ladder match. Okay, cool. We're down. I don't know if this is going to be the main event, because the next match we're going to talk about most likely will be the main event. But... I, I'm going to predict that uh, Drew's going to win. Because I have thought about stupid things that could happen. I'm thinking, oh, what if Ziggler wins? Because they've been keeping Otis off TV for a while. I know he's on SmackDown, but he can cash in on anybody. He can cash in on Drew or uh, Strowman. I'm thinking, what if Ziggler somehow wins the title tonight and then Otis comes out after the match and cashes in? I've been thinking about that. I, I seriously think if they do that to Drew, I think that's fucking disgusting. If they do that to McIntyre. Like, if they do that. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying that could happen. So be ready if it does. Because it would be so predictable. If Ziggler wins, Otis is going to come right out and cash in. Like, come on. It'll be so predictable. And that would be so dumb if they do that. It would be so dumb. And if people actually enjoy that, then you're an idiot. Then you are an idiot. If it was for the Universal Championship, I wouldn't really care. Even though they're actually booking Strowman... Like a monster now. I feel like it's a little too late. If they were done with the Universal Championship, I'd be like, okay, whatever, who cares? But, I mean, Otis shouldn't have the money in the bank briefcase to begin with. And people who think that he ha- he deserves it is fucking stupid. You know, he doesn't deserve to have the money in the bank briefcase. But that's a story for another day. But, you know, Drew and Ziggler... That has potential to be a really good match. It really does. But every time we've seen Ziggler now in like a big time matchup, it just always falls out and it never turns out to be a good match. Like when him and Kofi wrestled twice for the WWE Championship, it was boring. It was like, oh my God, like that was just terrible. Like seriously? I mean, Ziggler's done nothing to even deserve a title shot. He's done absolutely nothing. He wasn't really wrestling on SmackDown before he got traded to, to Raw. And now it's like... What has he done to even deserve a title shot? He's done absolutely fucking nothing. Like, why Why all of a sudden he gets a title shot? I mean, I understand they're trying to build up a big match. I get it, yeah, but it's just, it's, I think it's a dumb idea. That Ziggler gets a title shot when there's other people who are deserving at getting a title shot. I think it's just kind of dumb. That out of nowhere, they're like, okay, Dolph, here's a title shot. Like, what did he even do to earn it? He didn't do anything. He's done absolutely nothing. I mean, come on. At least make it logical, for God's sakes. Uh, but I feel like down the line, like I said, I do, I do predict that McIntyre is going to retain. I do predict that Drew McIntyre is going to retain. I think maybe he's going to face... I don't know, because there's a rumor saying that he's going to face Randy Orton at SummerSlam. That's what people are talking about. They're saying that him and Randy Orton are probably going to wrestle at SummerSlam. And I think if they do that, I think that's kind of stupid, to be honest, because... I mean, you could say... I'm not going to say, oh, what's Orton deserve, uh, done to deserve a title shot? I mean, well, yeah, he did beat Edge at 
backlash, you know, in the greatest wrestling match ever. And that was a really good match. Don't get me wrong. I actually enjoyed that. But I think it would just be dumb to give Randy a title shot, to be honest, at SummerSlam. I understand that's a big draw. Of course, it's a huge draw for a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam. But I don't know. I wouldn't be down to see that, in my opinion. It would be a great match, but I just don't want to see Randy be a champion again. It's 2020, to be honest. You know, I don't want to see Randy be a world champion again or any kind of champion, to be honest. But, you know... I really hate that Ziggler got a title shot, in my opinion, because this isn't like, you know, 2013, 2014 Dolph Ziggler where he was, you know, popular and everything. A lot of people just don't like him now. He's just like a bootleg Shawn Michaels. It is true, though. But it will be a good match. It will be. It has been an okay storyline, like how... But it's kind of stupid how Ziggler said he brought back McIntyre. Well, he didn't bring him back to NXT. He didn't bring him there. He brought himself there, McIntyre. You could say Ziggler brought him back to the main roster. Okay, yeah, sure. I had him under his, under his wing, but don't like discredit McIntyre coming back and going to NXT and winning the NXT Championship on his own. I mean, come on. Like, do, does WWE just like easily forget that, or they just think that we're really stupid? <sighs> but McIntyre is my prediction to a team. All right, so now let's get to the Swamp Match: Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. And like I mentioned in my uh, SmackDown review episode yesterday, this feud has been amazing. It's been a really good feud. At first, I questioned it like a swamp match. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? But then I realized it's going to be cinematic. So I'm like, I love cinematic wrestling. I like anything that is cinematic, to be honest. I just love that kind of feel to it. So, (sighs) prediction for the match. I mean, it's kind of hard to predict it, in my opinion. I'm going to... Mm, this is hard. It really is. Oh, I'm predicting Strowman's going to win. This is not for the Universal Championship, so I'm predicting Strowman's going to win. But then, I think this will be the main event of the show, so then, you know what I think will happen. I believe Strowman's going to win. And then right as like, the show's about to end, we're going to see The Fiend come out of the swamp, and that'll be the match for SummerSlam. So that's my prediction. I don't think Bray's going to win. I feel like it's going to be like Strowman's going to, like, he's going to extinct. You know, Bray Wyatt's old character. And then when he comes out of the swamp, he's going to be the fiend. So that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm predicting. So Strowman will win. I mean, that should be a fun thing to see. We're going to see some probably scary shit during this match. So be ready for it. And I hope that it's good. It's going to be pretty fun to watch. So, but that's what I think is going to happen, in my opinion. I believe we're going to see that happen. Like, we'll see, you know, why get pushed into the swamp, and that'll be it, you know. Or however the match is going to end, and then arising from the swamp will be the Fiend, and it's like, there you go. There's your match for SummerSlam. And then that's when the Fiend will win back the title. That's just how I, that's what I think. I wouldn't mind anyway. I love the Fiend. I love Bray Wyatt in general. He's the best character in WWE. And it's not even close. Like I mentioned in the review episode of SmackDown, it's not even close. Who's better? Who's a better character than Bray Wyatt in WWE? Nobody. Bray Wyatt's put his back with the company. He's put the company on his back. Not Bailey and Sasha. Bray Wyatt has. Not even McIntyre. Bray Wyatt has. But it's going to be really fun to watch tonight. You know, I'm really excited to watch Extreme Rules. You know, the horror show Extreme Rules. 
And I believe that's what we'll see at the end of the match. We'll see, uh, we'll see the Fiend. And then you'll see a lot of people be happy there and be like, there we go. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's predictable because some people may say that. Like, oh, that was predictable. Like, but come on, at least enjoy it. Like, come on, how could you not love Bray Wyatt? Like, seriously, how could you not love him? You know, I've loved him since day one, since he, you know, came to the main roster in 2013. He's always been an amazing character. And I think he has creative control, so he's allowed to present himself however he wants to, which is good. He deserves it, kind of like Seth Rollins does with the, the Monday Night Messiah gimmick. I think he has creative control as well, which is good. A lot of these wrestlers, every wrestler should have creative control to be presented how they want to be, want to be presented instead of, you know, how Vince McMahon and WWE wants them to be presented. You know what I mean? It's like, eh, but it is what it is. But those are my predictions for tonight. I will definitely talk about it in my review tomorrow. I really can't wait to talk about this tomorrow. Like, you know, either it's going to be... I mean, it has a lot of potential to be a really good show. Because there are a lot of good matches on this card. I don't think there's any stinkers on this card, to be honest. But let's see what happens. So have to wait and see what happens. So I hope you guys enjoy the show tonight. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Talk to you then.